today we are going to read a new book. The book is Zero Trot by Roald Dahl, illustrated by Christian Blake. Mr. Hope he lived in a small flat high up in a tall concrete building. He lived alone. Had been always a lonely man and now that he was retired from work, he was more lonely than ever. They were two lovers in Mr. Hopi's life. One was the flowers he grew on their balcony. They grew in paws and tubs and baskets. And in summer, the little balcony became a radiate of color. Mr. Hobie's second love was a secret he kept entirely to himself. The balcony immediately below Mr. Hopi jolted off a good bit further for the building than his own. So Mr. Hopi always finds a fine new view of what was going on down there. This balcony belonged to an Andy middle-aged called Mrs. Silver. Mrs. Silver was a window who also lived alone. And although she didn't know it, it was, she was although she didn't know it, it was she who was the object of Mr. Hobie's secret love. He had loved her for his balcony for many years, but he was a very shy man and he had never been able to bring himself to give her even the smallest hint of his love. Every morning, Mr. Hopi and Mrs. Silver exchanged polite conversation, the one looking down from above, the other looking up, but that was as far as it ever went. The distance between their balconies had not been more than a few more yards, but to Mr. Hopi, it seemed like a million miles. He longed to invite Mrs. Silver for a cup of tea and biscuit, but every time he was about to, for the rest of his left, his cousin filled him. As I said, he was a very, very shy man. Only he kept telling himself it only he could do something tremendous like saving her life or rescuing her from a gang of armor things it would have he could perform to great perfect that would make him into a hero in his house. If only the trouble with Mrs. Silver that she gave all her love to somebody else and that somebody was a small tortoise called Alf. Every day when Mr. Hoppy looked over his balcony and saw Mrs. Silver whispering the midges to Alfie and stroking the shell, he felt Abdly chills. He won't even have minded becoming a tortoise himself if it meant Mrs. Silver stalking his shell every morning and whispering in madness to him.
after had Elf had been with Sil Mrs. Silver for years, and he lived on her balcony summer and winter. Planks had been placed around the side of the balcony so that Elf could walk about without toppling over the in, in one corner and in one corner there was a little house into which Elf could crawl every night to keep warm. When the colder weather came along in November, Mrs. Silver would fill Alfie's house with dry hair and the tortoise would crawl in there and bury himself deep under him and sleep for months on the end without the water. This is called Hamilton. In early spring, when Alfie felt the warmer weather through his shell, he would wake up and crawl very slowly out of his house on the back and Mrs. Silver would clap out her hands with joy and cry out, Welcome back at Dolan One! How I how miss you! It was the time like this that Mr. Hopi wished more than ever that he could he could change places with Av and become a tortoise. Now we come to a certain one morning in May when something happened that changed and indeed amplified Mr. Hopi's life. He was leaning over his balcony well, watching Mrs. Silver serving Alfie his breakfast. Here the heart of the lettuce for you, my lovely, she sing. And here's a slice of fresh tomato and a piece of crispy celery. Good morning, Mrs. Silver, Mr. Hopi said. Elf is looking well this morning. Isn't he gorgeous? Mrs. Silver said, I'm beaming at him. Absolutely gorgeous, Mr. Hopi said. I'm meaning it. And now, as he looked down on Mrs. Silver's smiling face, gazing up into his own, his house sweet and gentle and full of kindness, and his heart attached with love. I do wish he would go a little faster. Mrs. Silver sang every spring when he wakes up from his winter sleep and weigh him on the kitchen scales. And do you know, yes, 11 years I had not gained quite 3 ounces. That's almost nothing. What does he wait now? Mr. Hopi asked her. Just 13 ounces, Mrs. Silver answered. About as much as a grapefruit. Well, torches are very slow growers, Mr. Hopi says somebody. But he can live to a hundred years. I know that, Mrs. Silver said, to wish he would go a just little bigger. He's a tiny wee fellow. He is, seems just fine as he is. 
Mrs. Hopi said, No, he's not fine. Mrs. Silver cried. Try to think how miserable it must make him feel to be so titchy. Everyone wants to grow up. You really would love him to grow bigger, wouldn't you? Mr. Hopi said, and even as said as immensely went click. And an amazing idea came rushing into his head. Of course I would. Mrs. Silver cried. I will give anything to make it happen. Why, I have seen the picture of giant tortoises that are so huge people can ride on their backs. If I fear where to see those green with envy. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Mr. Hopi's mind was spinning like a flywheel. Here, certainly, was a big chance. Grab it, he told to himself. Grab it quick! Mrs. Silver, Richard, he said, I do actually happen to know how, how to make tortoises go faster if that's really what you want. You Oh, she cried. Oh, please tell me. Am I feeding him the wrong things? I worked in North Africa once, Mr. Hopi said. These were all these tortoises in England come from an air. Within Terminal told me the same Tell me! Right. Mrs. Silver, I beg you to tell me, Mr. Hobby, I'll be your slave for life. When he do, heard the words, your slave for life, a little shiver of a silence went towards Mr. Hobby. Right there, he said, I'll have to go and write something for you. In a couple of minutes, Mr. Hopi was back on the balcony with she appeared in his hand. I'm going to lower you the bit of thing, he said. I might blow away. Here it comes. Mrs. Silver caught the paper and held it in front of her. This is what she read. Easy out what? Easy out what? Mr. Hope, he said, 
So it is. Mrs. Silver said. The other way that's spelled backwards too. Mr. Hopi said if you turn them around into a human language, they will really say, Tart is tart, just get bigger, bigger. Come on, tart is go up, puff up, shoot up, spring up, glow up, smell up, guzzle, guzzle, snap, guzzle, pull on fat. For gobble, Ford, Mrs. Silver, and seven. The magic words on the paper more closely. I guess you are right, she said. How clever. But there's a lot of poos in it. Are there something special? Poo is very strong in any language, Mr. Hoppy said. Exravility with tortoise. But now you don't have to do Mr. Mrs. Silver. It's one three times a day, morning, noon, and out. Let me hear your talk this time. Very slowly and stumbling a little of word and Little language. Not bad, Mr. Hopi said, but try to get a little more expansion when you say into it out feel. If you do it properly, I'll bet you like few months, then he'll be twice as big as he is now. That's why I said. Mr. Six said, Silver, I'll try anything, of course I will. But I believe it worked. You wait and see, Mr. Hobie said, running on her. Back in his path, Mr. Hobie was still quivering all with excitement. Your slave for life, he kept repeating to himself. What bliss! But there was a lot of work to be done before that happened. The only furniture in Mr. Hopi's small living room and a table and two chairs. She wound into his bedroom. Then he went out and bought a sheet of thick canvas and spread it onto the entire living room floor to project his carpet. Next, he got out the telephone book and wrote down the address of every shop in the city. There are 14 altogether. It took him two days to visit each pet shop and Joseph Tortison. He wanted a great many, at least 100, but half more. And he had to choose them very carefully. To you and me, there's not much difference between one tortoise and another. The difference only in their size and the color of their shells. Alfie's had a darkish shell, so Mr. Hopi chose only the darker shell tortoises for his great collection. Sars, of course, went everything. Mr. Hopi chose all sorts of different sizes. This some wing only slightly more than 13 outfits, 13 arms, other, yeah. A great deal more, but he didn't want it any way less. Feed and cabbage, yes, the pet shop answered, told him, owners told him. That's all they need. 
and a bowl of water. When he had finished, Mr. Hoppy and his experience have no less than one hundred and forty turtles and she carried them home in baskets ten or fifteen at time. He had to make a lot of prayers and he was quite exhausted at the end of what it was. But it was worth it. Boy, what worth it. And what an amazing start his living room was. All in all there together. The floor was warming with tortoises of different sizes. Some walking slowly about and slowing, some munching cabbages leaves and drinking water from a big shadow dish. They made just the faintest rustling sound as they moved the canvas sheet, but that was all. Mr. Hopia had to pick his way carefully on his horse with in his moving sea and walking wherever he walked across into the room. But enough of that, he must get on with the job. Bicycle. Before he retired, Mr. Hopi had a big machine and a bus. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. And now he went to his old place of work and asked his mates if he might use his old bench for an hour or two. Oh. What he had to do now was to make something do it from his old bag. And you took Mrs. Silver's balcony and pick up a tortoise. This was not difficult for a machine like Mr. Hope Only he melted, made two middle claws of fingers. This he attached to the end of a long metal tube. He went to sniff feathers inside the tube and connected to the metal claws in such a way that you pull the wires. The claws closed. And when you pushed them, the claws opened. The Boys were hold to a handle in the other end of the tube. It was very simple. Mr. Hope was ready to begin. Mr. Silver had part-time job. He worked from noon until five o'clock every weekday afternoon in a shop that sold newspapers and sweets. This was tingling easier for Miss Hopia. 
So on the first excited afternoon after she had made sure that Mrs. Silver had gone to work, Mr. Hopi went out to his balcony armed with his long metal pole because his torch is candle. He led all the balcony wheels and lowered the pole down on the tour. Mrs. Silver's balcony below. Alfie with basket in the pill somewhere to over to one side. Hello, Alfie. Mr. Hobie said, you are about to go for a little while. He pushed the, he wiggled the tortoise candle till it was above Alfie. He pushed the hand lever so that the claws opened wide. Then he lowered the two claws near over Alfie's shell and pulled the lever. The, Claws closed tightly over the shell of two fingers like a hand. He hauled Alfie up to his own balcony. It was easier. Mr. Hopi wheeled Alfie on his own kitchen skills to be sure Mrs. Silver Hilton arms was correct. It was. Now holding out in one hand, he picked his way carefully to his huge collection of tortoises to find one that first of all had color shell and Alfie as second with exactly two ounces more. Two ounces is not much. It is less than the smallest hand experience. But you see, the important thing is Mr. Hobie's canvas to make sure the new tortoises was bigger than Alfie, only a tiny bit bigger. The difference had to be small, so small that Mrs. Silver wouldn't notice it. His vast collection is not difficult for Mr. Hopi to just find the artists he wanted. He wanted on that weight 15 ounces exactly on his kitchen scale, no more and more less. When he had got it, he put on the kitchen table. Beside Alfie, and even he could hardly see one was bigger than the other. But it was bigger. It was bigger by two ounces. This was Torch's number two. Mr. Hopi took Torch's number two out of the balcony and whipped it off the cloth after Torch's catching. Then he lured it to Mrs. Silver balcony, watched behind a nice, fresh, lush 
plus two. Dot is number two. I've never eaten tender juicy lettuce leaves before. It has only grown thick old cabbage leaves. It was the lettuce and started chomping away at a great gusto. They followed a rather nervous two hours waiting for Mrs. Silver to return from work. Would she see any difference between the new torches and Alfie was going to be tense? Moment. After her balcony slept, Mrs. Silver, Alfie, my darling, she cried out, Mommy, back. Have you missed me? Mr. Hobby appearing. Or were hidden, but he hidden between two huge parts. Hell his wet. The new tortoise was still charming and the lettuce. My dear Alfie, you're so hungry to get there. Mrs. Silver was saying. It was maybe Mr. Hopi's magic word had been whispering to you. Mr. Hopi watched and Mrs. Sticker Silver picked the tortoise up and stroked herself. Then she pinched Mr. Hopi's piece of paper out of pocket and holding the tortoise very close. The face she whispered reading the paper. Idiot trod. Idiot trot. But don't sit, shut up, sit. It's so naughty, sir. What do you do? Wind poo. Wind poo. Leopard poo. Wind poo. And she shipped the woods. Absolutely. But don't never forget. Tap. Mr. Hopi pops his out of the village and call out. Good evening, Mrs. Silver. How is Alfie tonight? Of course, it's lovely. Mr. Silver is looking up at me. And he's developing such an alopecia. I've never seen him eat like this before. It must be the magic part. You never know, Mr. Hope is a darkly. You never know, Mr. Hope we just some holidays and we wait next week. On the afternoon of the second day, when Mrs. Silver was at work, he lifted torches number two from the balcony below and brought to his living room. Number two had weighed exactly 15 ounces. He must have found one that weighed exactly 17 ounces. Two ounces more. From his enormous collection, he easily found a 17 ounce tortoise and once Again, he had short just matched in color. Then he lowered tortoise number three to the 
Mrs. Silver's balcony. I you have guess right now, Mr. Hoppy. Secret was a very sick from the water. If a creature grow slowly, not I mean, very very slowly indeed, and you never notice that they've grown of all, exactly if you see it every day. It's same with children. They are actually going to call it every week, but their mother never notice until they go their clothes. Slowly doesn't miss the hope he told himself. Don't hurry it. So this is how the next eight weeks. I'll be with 13 ounces. End of the first week. Just target number two with 15 ounces. End of second week. Target number three with 17 ounces. End of the third week. Target number four with 19 ounces. End of four week. Torches number 5 with 21 ounces in the 5th week. Torches number 6 with 23 ounces in the 6th week. Torches number 7 with 25 ounces in the 7th week. Torches number 8 with 70, 27 ounces. Alphys which was 13 ounces. Tortoise number 8 was 27 hours. ounces. Very slowly over 7 weeks, Mrs. Silver's fit more than doubled in sudden. The good lady hadn't noticed a thing. Even Mrs. Hopi. Mr. Hopi okay, went down to his railing. Torches number 8 looked pretty big. It was amazing that Mrs. Silver had hardly noticed anything in all during the great impression. Only once she had looked up and said you know mr hopi i do believe he's getting a big bigger what do you think i can't say a lot just things myself mr hopi had answered cautiously Exactly, it was time to call it hard and evening. Mr. Hobby was just about to call, suggesting Mr. Silver that she ought to wear every startled cry from the balcony below. Brought him out there first. Look! Mr. Mrs. Silver was shouting. Too big to get through the door of his little house. He must have gone enormously. Hear him. Mr. Hobby ordered. Take him away and, and whip him quick. Mrs. Silver did that. In half a minute, she was holding the torches in both hands and waving the hand of children. Guess what? Mr. Hobby, guess what? He weighed 27 ounces. He's twice as big as he was before. Oi, darling. Get quite talking torches. Oh, you great big wonder. 
Oh boy, this looks like Clever Mr. Hobby has done to you. Mr. Hobby suddenly fell prey. Miss Silver, he said. Don't you think I could pop down to your balcony and hold Avery myself? Why, of course, she can. <gasps> Mrs. Silver cried. Come down, old boys. Mr. Hobby rushed down the stairs and Mrs. Silver opened the door for him. Together they went out to the balcony. Just look at him. Mrs. Silver said, Bobby, is it too grand? He has been a good self tortoise now. So, Hoffi said, and it is, Mrs. Silver, you are a liquid best man. But what I'm going to do about this house? I must have a house to go into the night. But now he can get towards the door. The we're standing on the balcony looking. And the tortoise was trying to push his way into the, his house. But he was too big. I have to enlarge the door. Mrs. Lover said, Don't do that. Mr. Hoppy said, You must and go chopping up its pretty, pretty little house. After all, he only needs to be just a tiny bit more as he could get in it easily. How can he possibly get smaller? Mrs. Silver asked. That's simple, Mr. Hopi. So change the magic words. Instead of telling him to get bigger, bigger, tell him to get a little smaller. But in tortoise language, of course, will that work? Of course it will work. Tell me exactly what I have to say. Mr. Hopi, Mr. Hopi got out a piece of paper and wrote, Easy old trot, easy old trot, take a timberless, a timberless. That'll do it, Miss Silver, he said, handing her the paper. I don't mind trying it, Mrs. Silver said, but now, Look here, I would want him to get titty small and over again, Mr. Hoppy. He won't, dear, he won't, Mr. Hoppy said. Say it only tonight and tomorrow morning and then see what happens. He might be lucky. If it works, Mrs. Silver said, him softly in the arm. Then you are the cleverest man alive. The next afternoon, as soon as Mrs. Silver had gone to work, Mr. Hopi lifted the tortoise up from her balcony and carried it outside. All he had to do now was to find one that was a shade smaller then it would just go to the door door of the little house he chose one and lowered it 
non-racist torture catcher. Then still grouping the torches, he tested it to see it won't go through the door. It wouldn't. It told another. Again he tested it. This one went through nothing. Good. He placed it to torches in the middle of the balcony, a nice piece of lettuce and went to Albert Mr. Cyrus Homework. That evening, Mr. Hopi watering his plants on When suddenly he heard service shout from below, Trevor is standing. Mr. Hopi, Mr. Hopi, where are you? She was shouting. Just look at this. Mr. Hopi popped, popped his head out from the railing and said, What's up? Oh, Mr. Hoppy's word, she was crying. Your magic words have wrote again on Alfie. He can now get to the door of his little house. It's a miracle. Can come down as one, my dear man, Mrs. Come down and see the wonder of have worked upon my darling Alfie. Mr. Hopi turned and ran from the balcony into the living room, jumping on tip like a bucket. Dancer. Ballad dancer between the sea of the torches that covered the floor, he flung over his front door and flew down the stairs to with a lyre lock song. A thousand covers begin in his ears. This is it! He whispered to himself under his breath. The greatest moment of my life is coming on. And my life is coming on now. I must ambush it. I must ambush it. I must be where we come. But when he was three quarters down the stairs, he caught sight of well, Mrs. Silver already standing in the open door, waiting to welcome him. A huge smile on her face. She spun her arms around him and circled out. You really are the most wonderful man I have ever met. You can do anything. Come in at once and let me make your cup of tea. That's the way we leave you, the soft. Seated in a comfortable armchair in Mrs. Fowler sipping his tea, Mr. Hopi was kind of thrilled with her. He looked at a lovely lady standing opposite him and smiling at her. She smiled right at him. Dun -dun -dun. Smile of hers, a warm and friendly suddenly gave him courage he needed, and he said, Mr. Silver, please will you marry me? Why, Mr. Hopi, she cried. I didn't think you would ever get around to ask me, of course, I'll marry you. Mr. Hopi got rid of his teacup and two of them stood up and was warmly in the middle of the room. It's all due to Alfie. Mrs. Service is slightly breathless. Good on Alfie. 
Mr. Hopi said, we will keep him forever. The next afternoon, Mr. Hopi took all his other torches back to the shop and stick in the living room. Leaf not leave for crab with not a track of torches. A few weeks later, Mr. Silver became Mr. Hopi and the torch and lived very happily ever after. P.S. I accept you are wondering what happened to little Alfie, the first of them all. Well, he was body week later for one of the pet shop by a small girl named Water Scrub and he settled down in Robert's garden. Every day she fed him lettuce and tomatoes, snarled and with curly and the winter she headed a block of twilight leaves in the toolshed. There was a long time ago. Robert had grown up, now his married by two children of her own. She lives in another house, but Alfie still with her. The much loved family pet and 30 years old. It has taken for to Mr. Silver and him, but he made it in the end.